Audie's Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas. Now joined by Chip Brown from Horns 247. And when he's not breaking news on the horns, he may be found out at the State Fair of Texas. Uh, I saw you tweeting, Chip, saying you might spend Thursday and Friday. I mean, you were really going to spend a lot of time out at the fair. Are you pacing yourself uh, as you kind of make your way toward Dallas, or are you already with us in the Metroplex? What uh, What does your travel schedule look like? Oh, yeah, I got here this morning. I moderated a, a luncheon with Peter Gardier and J.C. Watts oh, with the wow. – uh, salesmanship club of dallas mostly you remember the red pants fellas from our yes. uh, our days at the dallas morning news dave smith our sports editor big with the uh the salesmanship club of dallas uh so yes i've been to the state fair i'm not tasting myself i'm ready to roll baby boy i bet gardere loves showing up at those things doesn't he in that kind oh. of environment because did, didn't he go undefeated at the uh <laughs> Only one. The only one. The only quarterback to win this game four times. Either side. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that amazing? Gardere. I mean, oh, yeah. Did he – and were there some – do you remember back with, with Gardere, were there some close calls oh, for, for yeah. uh, on, on most of those games? I mean, to his credit, he said – I said, you know, was there a common thread in these four wins? And he said, yeah, great – defense <laughs> they won one of them 10-7 and then I, I I didn't realize the one time that J.C. Watts was the quarterback in 79 they had one loss to Texas they go 11-1 and they won the Orange Bowl I said does anything stand out about that loss to Texas? He said, yeah, we turned it over 11 times. And he said, I was responsible for seven of them. Because they were running the wishbone, and Texas was, like, penetrating so much on defense that it was causing the pitch to miss the running back. Golly, so, man. Well, it, it has J.C. a good sense of humor about it now. Yeah, I bet. I bet. But, I mean, what a uh... – a well-known politician. Did he did he take the opportunity to to talk a little politics at all, or did we completely stick with football? I mean, oh, generally, if you get like, okay, he said he's trying to uncomplicate his life, so no more no more politics. <laughs> How are you doing with un- uncomplicating your life? Have you hey, have you been able to do I, some of that? I'm happy to be a life. You know what I mean. <laughs> Happy to be alive, the greatest weekend in college football, the greatest game day atmosphere in sports. I don't care who's the quarterback, who's who's got what. This game, it's fantastic. If you've never been and you're listening to this show right now, you've got to go. I don't care if you are you have no allegiance. If you hate both schools, you still have to go. It's that good. Do you think folks have just gotten used to the 11 a.m. start and that it's fully embraced now? Um, and again, I know it has changed back some over the years, but um, do you think the early nature of that, of course, that can curb into the previous night's partying, although you can kind of, if you want to go really hard, you just kind of come straight to the game. Do you think the 11 a.m. nature of this 
Is everybody just kind of cool with that? Is it almost become a little bit part of the tradition to a certain extent? Well, it'll never be at night, so it's always going to be 11 a.m. or 2.30. I mean, yeah. and that that's it. I mean, you're either going to get one of those two time slots. Yeah, yeah, but the, the 11 a.m. is an early oh, yeah. uh, early Thanks deal, but yeah. Do, or have you tried any of the Bijan Mustardson, uh, yeah. obviously named after Bijan Robinson, the uh, excellent running back at uh, University of Texas, have you have you purchased a bottle and have you tried it on anything? Oh yeah, it's good. It's good on a brat, a little Bijan Mustardson. It's got a little kick to it, and uh, and his mascot, the Bijan Mustardson mascot, is making the trip to to Dallas this weekend. <laughs> You'll see him dancing around. <laughs> oh oh yeah. my my! Are you you're kind of a healthy hey, guy? Thing, hey, mostly yeah. it's one thing to have nil money as a student athlete. It's entirely a different thing to have your own freaking mascot. <laughs> I'd like to see a picture of Chip Brown with the with the Bijan Mustardson mascot. I'm going to try uh, and find him tomorrow and get yeah. a selfie and send it to you. Yeah, and they are offering that uh, at one of those uh, corny dog stands. One of the Fletcher uh, uh, corny dogs, I saw that go out today, that uh, over at the plaza, the, I think it's the Big Tex Plaza, or right around Big Tex, they will be offering the Bijan Mustardson with the corny dog. Are you someone that seeks out a Fletcher's corny dog? And Always. Okay, you Every do have year. at least one. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. That's the one thing. You know, like all this fried whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's hot garbage most of the time. The Fletcher's corny dog can't go wrong. Yeah, there is a great taste to it. What do you think the most Fletcher's corny dogs our buddy Glenn Stretch Smith has ever had? All oh, six, seven, Lord. 240 pounds. Do you think he could probably put down... About seven of them at one time, pretty easily. I was going to say 16. <laughs> 16. There, there has to uh, be. He's, the... he's, you know, Stretch kind of looks like Joey Chestnut. Yeah, but much bigger. Those dudes. Yeah. yeah. No, he's, Kobashi, yeah. Kobayashi and, and Chestnut are smaller dudes, and there's a technique to it. But if you give him time, Stretch could, you know, consume a lot. I think it's good that he doesn't drink. You know, he's a man that uh, it would take him quite a few, and he pretty much uh, does not partake these days. Now, you reported on Quinn Ewers likely going to start in this game. Now, cuts the card coming off a really nice game against West Virginia. I mean, that would be sort of the conservative play. Let's keep going with card coming off a really good game, 21 to 27. What do you, why do you think they turn back to yours, uh, especially in such an enormous uh, game in that kind of atmosphere? Uh, you could say, well, this other guy's more experienced. What makes you think they go back with um, yours, uh, or why do you think they're probably going to make that decision? Well, I think yours is, is healthy now. He had soreness last week after Tuesday's practice. He, he did not have that soreness this week. And I think you saw in the first quarter of the Alabama game that Ewers is a, he's a big stage guy. Um, You know, he, he was impervious. That was the craziest atmosphere that I've experienced 
in DKR probably in a home game. Like, I've covered the program 30 years, and it was an 11 a.m. kick. I mean, it was insane. And yours was like just playing seven-on-seven seven out there. I mean, I think he's a big stage guy. Now, we'll see. He, he wasn't great against Louisiana Monroe. He got better as that game wore on, but he threw a pick on his second pass attempt of his college, well, of his Texas career. Um, but against Alabama, you know, he was dropping dimes on deep balls, had a 46-yard pass to Xavier Worthy, and looked like he was just getting warmed up. Nine of 12, 134 yards. Um, and you're right, Hudson Card got better each, each start. Man, there's some drag racing going on here in Big That's D okay. Dallas. Um, <laughs> but Card got better each game, and it, it easily is in Longhorn Saturday against West Virginia. But they've got to they got to have a guy who can stare down no matter what atmosphere it is, road, home, and just you know play to a, a high level. And Steve Sarkeesian went all in on Quinn Ewers. This is his handpicked guy. He's the kind of quarterback he's going to build the program with. Uh, you know, NFL pocket passer. And and so I think as soon as Ewers was ready physically, he was he was going to be back in. So um, Hudson Card did a nice job, but uh, we're going to see what Quinn Ewers is all about away from Austin, Texas. Chip Brown, Horns two four seven, joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Chip, did you try to go see? The Manning family, when they were in town, of course, that story's gotten a lot of traction at Texas that one weekend spent close to $300,000, a pretty a pretty good open bar over there. I think they uh, requested the receipts and looked into all that. Um, did you, did you, or were you like hearing about, oh man, they're over here or, or the Mannings are hanging out here because you're, you're someone that's always plugged in to those kinds of activities what were you kind of doing that weekend as the Mannings were, were making their way around the city? Well, I was at the Dell match play, and that's where I saw Arch Manning. He was there with Sam Ellinger. And honestly, I think that was one of the highlights of his, of his time in Austin. That, that $280,000 tab was – there were six kids on that official visit. So it's kind of like, okay, let's not – Let's not go crazy here. They didn't spend 280 grand on Arch. They spent it on six kids. But I think Arch loved, you know, going to the Dell match play, seeing all the, you know, Scotty Scheffler, who won the damn thing, is talking to him. I mean, it's it was a pretty special weekend. It was great weather. Um, you know, Sam Ellinger's with the Colts. Peyton played for the Colts. I mean, there was just a lot of – a lot of good juju going on for Arch in Texas that weekend. Well, by the way, congratulations to you on your club championship victory. I mean, we played some golf together, and you were really good. You had to carry me in one match that I recall. Uh, but, my gosh, I didn't know you were a club champion caliber well, player. So, my, I mean, I mean that's a very oh, impressive. Oh, go on. Oh, go on. <laughs> Don't stop. <laughs> 
What, I'm in what, the uh, I'm in the men's doubles final championship too. Oh my gosh! The whole man, you got the you got the. Trying to, I'm chair. trying to keep it together, Mosley. Men's doubles. You win the. Uh, you win the. Uh, man, you have got that place on lockdown out there. <laughs> You'll be happy to know. By the way, I've followed. I'm, I'm playing tons of tennis. That's become a big part of my comeback from the cycling accident. Is uh, playing. I've, I've just kind of hooked on tennis. I've left golf behind. Hey, what about pickleball? No, I just. Okay. I, I mean, maybe it'd be fun, but for now, I'm kind of taking the. I'm a tennis player. I don't do pickleball. Uh, I'm, with I, I'm, you. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I'm kind of taking that approach. Now, you know, I don't know if anybody cares about my approach, but that's the approach I'm taking. By the way, that player for Texas, is that defensive line, is that really become kind of the strength of that team? And I know they've had, you know, a setback and in, in what happened a couple of weeks ago, uh, people still bring up. But I was reading something today about Keandre, is it is it Coburn or Cockburn? Uh, yeah, DeAndre I mean, Coburn. Coburn, yeah, big time player, and that's what stood out to me in that Alabama game was just some of those guys up front reminding you of some of those old Texas defensive lines. Maybe going back to Acho being around there, but but guys that were making plays and a tremendous movement up front when this team's looked really good this year. Is that what you're seeing? Is is a uh, is a, is they're 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 really getting some great play at the at the, the that front four, no doubt. And they're 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 really forcing the issue this year. They've they've run a lot of stunts and twists. And Bo Davis, you know, basically said we need to give these guys the freedom to to do more. Last year they were trying to play teams straight up. And that that was awful. I mean, and and even when Texas tries to play straight up uh, and try to you know keep everything in front of them, which they kind of did against Texas Tech once they went up thirty-one seventeen, mm-hmm. that that was a mistake. I mean, they've got to keep pushing, penetrating. What what you'll see Coburn do not, number ninety-nine is he'll just take his man and push him back three four yards to try to disrupt whatever's happening. Like, he doesn't even look up. He just pushes his man back into the backfield, whether it's a run or a pass. And, you know, when they're just trying to to hold up their man and read and react, that's a recipe for disaster because that's what they were doing last year. But when they're stunting, twisting, pushing, penetrating, that whole defense swarms and it, it really gets them going. And so – um, that's what I'll be watching Saturday because they, you know, they were very aggressive with West Virginia. Then when they got up thirty-five to seven, yeah, they kind of went back to just playing straight up and trying to keep everything in front of them. And they gave up an eighteen-play touchdown drive and a fourteen-play touchdown drive, and um, and ended up winning thirty-eight twenty. I mean, they they just have to keep the pedal down. Because the minute they think they can play complimentary football or protect a lead, things go sideways for Texas. And it all started in this game a year ago, mostly. They were up 28-7, you know. Yes, up yes. Up 38-20 at halftime, and then it all went to hell. I mean, they've got to, they've got to keep going, throttle down offense and defense, and 
you know, so what? You're going to risk giving up a big play. Go for it. You know, go go down swinging. Don't don't go down, you know, playing patty cake. Well, it's going to be exciting. It won't be fun for Gary Patterson to get to experience this game after yeah. 25 years of being over in Fort Worth and not really having a chance to do that. Uh, Patterson will be involved. Do you ever cross paths with him, whether it oh, be yeah. around the facility or out on Sixth Street or somewhere, one of your haunts? Do you ever? Do you yeah. and Gary ever cross paths? Yeah, we we cross paths. Um, you know, during fall camp, I think Sark's got him on lockdown. Uh, Sark is more Saban than he is Pete Carroll. Let's put it that way. Sark doesn't let his coordinators talk. He doesn't let any assistants talk, and he you know, kind of threatens them all if they talk. So, uh, but that's okay. We always have our ways in, you know, Mosley. That's, that's what we do. Yeah. And so, but Patterson is, you know, I think he's having fun. He, he told me when his, uh, when his hit country music song came out, you know, the final day or whatever. Yeah. He, I did get to talk to him for that because, you know, I guess Sark, Wanted to let him promote the music, but he did say, I don't miss walking out of those meetings thinking I have to solve all the problems. It's nice to be able to walk out of that meeting and say, I sure hope Stark can solve that problem. (laughs) Well, you know, there are some jobs out there, and it would not shock me if Gary got, got the urge to jump back in. Now, maybe he just, maybe he'll like this. Maybe he likes being around all that music and all that. But, uh, but anyway, we'll see what happens. He, he certainly, after that Alabama game, I kind of felt bad for that defense coordinator. And, and Gary almost had to come out and make a statement, didn't he? Like, hey, <laughs> the coach, the coaching staff here has done a great job. It's, it's not just me. Have you ever had somebody have to come out after a loss and made a statement like that? Like, I mean, make sure you give some crazy? of these other guys credit. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's like if anything good happens with the Texas defense, it's thanks to Gary Patterson. And if anything bad happens, like the Texas Tech game, where they can't get off the freaking field and give up six of eight fourth down conversions, it's Pete Kwiatkowski's fault. (laughs) (laughs) Pete Kwiatkowski's got to be feeling great, you know, going home every night, kicking the dog and wondering (laughs) why he ever left the Pacific Northwest. Why he ever left the rainy skies of the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, boy, you brought was, was it Bo? Who was the guy that was screaming? It got caught on Bo the uh, tape. Was that Bo? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean that in a, in a sense that made him a hero among Texas fans. I you know when when they first leaked that, I thought they thought that'd make him look bad, and of course it ended up making him look great uh, right. in terms of going after the players and lighting them up. Bo Davis wasn't having any of that giggling. And and, uh, and I I would told, say that yeah he he was offered by LSU he was offered by Brian Kelly and I he leveraged that into a nice raise but I also heard that he said I want to be able to coach the way I want to coach and that that meant more movement up front more penetration not playing that you know read and react stuff and and so that's why you're seeing all that you know, the more twisting and stunting and and the players having the freedom. You know, when they got Bryce Young in the end zone and it was nearly a safety, that was a yeah. player called stunt. They saw, you know, a formation that, that 
that keyed that, and Byron Murphy uh, signaled for a stunt, and Tavondre Sweat, you know, got to Bryce Young in the end zone. So they're that's Bo Davis, and and um, you know, Steve Sarkeesian was kind of given some veiled uh, credit. You know, it will. I mean, basically, he said Bo Davis is you know one of the best defensive line coaches in the country, and we're going to let him coach like that this year. And so. You know, we're seeing that. That defensive line is playing a lot better this season. Well, Chip, uh, glad to have you in town. I can always kind of feel your presence when you make your way into town and uh, would love to hang out at some point. If you could ever fit me in that busy schedule of yours, you just say the word, and I'll come scrambling down to Deep Ellum. Well, when you get off the air? Six o'clock. Now, tonight... I got a 50th birthday party to attend, but if you're Ooh. if you're hanging out somewhere tomorrow night, uh, I am footloose and fancy free. So you just text and say, "Hey, okay. here's where I am, and I'll uh, I'll come find you." Okay. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot you a text. All right. All right. Thank you, Chip. I appreciate All right, it. Yeah, All man. Right. Appreciate you, brother. There he goes, Chip Brown. Uh, noted. I can't believe it. He doesn't seem old enough to have covered the team for. 30 years, but I guess uh, these things happen. And uh, Chip Brown on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas.